0: Um, Hi everyone, welcome back to Women Industry Insights for another episode. Um, Today we have um, Mrs. Divya who brings over 25 years plus of experience having held prominent legal and secretariat positions in various companies. Currently, she is working at Datamatics and she leads all legal, secretariat, IPR and contract management of um, more than 30 group companies in India and overseas um she's a key player in all organic initiatives of the datamatics group um, welcome ma'am um we're happy to have you today thank you thank you so much mahika and
1: i'm looking forward for this session
0: yeah so um let's let's get right into the questions so could you share a brief overview of your career journey and how you got to where you are today yeah so my my career
1: journey in my own eyes, is very exciting, and the reason I consider it exciting is the kind of uh, journey I had from a Tier two city called Indore to Bombay, and the challenges that I had faced uh, to reach here. These challenges are primarily because I'm from a Marwari background, from a middle class where. The way the girls are brought up is just to you know get married and to take care of home in the family. and uh, then I was not keen into studying and I was not uh, ambitious on the studies. I was more I was more focused on how to make the house look beautiful, how to learn the various crafts which all my cousins used to learn like stitching, embroidery, and who is doing a better cooking or who is doing a better, you know, craft. That is all was my atmosphere in Indore. And somehow, a uh, incident happened when I was uh, 15 years old. When I had met with an accident and that was a life-threatening accident which took me into hospitals and homes and hospitals and homes. Uh, causing almost 24 surgeries and that was an awakening call for me which required me and which gave me a thought that Divya now is a time for you to think about yourself as to how you can be an independent woman where you are not depending on others and where people are not uh, of you as like oh wow what has happened with this girl and this poor girl thing was something I really never want to hear about and that's when I shifted my course from home science to commerce because till now my aim was to become a good wife and that got completely deviated and I wanted to become a good career woman and I shifted my base to commerce And that's when I studied amidst all the surgeries. And I did my BCOM, that is my first graduation. I did my law in Madison Indore University. And I also completed a professional course, which is Company Secretary's course, which is a very, very, you know, Prestigious course in India, which talks about nothing but company law compliances and all related compliances. And women were not doing those course many because they were all fascinated with MBAs and CAs and all and CFAs. But I was good in law and I was good in understanding the legal things. That's why I opted for company law, which is company secretarial course and I also pursued the master's in law after my LLP. Now this is where the significant shift in my career took place, Mahika. I was the first woman company secretary in the entire indoor division. Wow. Till that no one has taken up and cleared all the groups. The second shift came when I secured two gold medals in master's in law and created history in indoor university because nobody could have scored and i'm not deaf, i'm not like egoistic no, or no, something no. like uh, but that's how at a young age when i was like 21 or so yeah that motivated me and when i got two gold medals by the vice chancellor of Indore university one for scoring the highest marks in the history of Indore University in LLM and the second was uh, being the topper. That gave me a lot of uh, motivation, enthusiasm that yes, I can also do and uh, then I joined a listed company in, in, in Indore for a practical training. When that training happened, the first job that came to me is uh, A rejection by a listed entity where I applied for the position of assistant company secretaries, and the rejection was basically because they said that you are going to lead the boardroom discussions, and we are not happy with the way you are looking. Now, this kind of disparity, and it I know the name of the company, I know the person who interviewed me. And I will not take the name of the company, I will not take the name of the person, but I was shocked uh, that a person who has scored uh, a good marks, uh, who has got good standing in academics, uh, was rejected because she is going to lead the boardroom discussion and uh, they are not comfortable that... uh, She should be reading because she's not good in appearance or the face is scarred or something that. And because of the young age, this rejection was hard on me. Of course. And it took me a while to get over it. but then I have the blessing of a good family, my parents were very supportive, my brother is my role model in my life and I really worship him like anything because I'm very close to him. And they all anchor it. Then I worked in this industry. I got the confidence. And in 2004, I moved to Bombay. To all the people who are listening to this uh, podcast, this movement uh, from a girl from a tier 2 city was a big move. Because I am living the luxury of home on my own. I had, I'm a single parent at that time, I had a small child to take care of, and I had to put my child in a hostel, and I left to join a listed entity called Datamatics in April 2004. Knowing that this is a bold step for a girl from indoor, knowing that it will involve a lot of hardship, I took that call. And God is great, it's been 20 years in the company, lot of exposure, lot of learning, lot of respect, lot of recognition in terms of what we do as the senior management uh, people. It's been the most exciting working phase for me. And uh, that's the brief on the Mm -hmm. career journey.
0: Yeah. it really sounds like you've gone through a lot and you've really like got you've built yourself up like from from the bottom all the way to where you are now and i think that's actually very inspiring for me to hear like i did not know you know all all of these hardships that you've encountered over the years and i guess coming from like such a different background and like being ingrained with the mindset that women are only supposed to work and take care of the husband to, you know, becoming the stopper at a school for the first time in history is really empowering and it, it's really nice to hear that. Thank you, Monica. Yeah. Um, so the next question would be, um, how do you um, navigate like work-life balance or integrate personal priorities while pursuing this career?
1: So, now that I'm having certain liberties in terms of, you know, allocating my time, and uh, there has been a phase where there was a lot of hard work. There is a lot of uh, uh, burning the mid- uh, midnight oil in terms of, you know, just ensuring that the projects don't uh, get delayed, and your responsiveness is very prompt, and you are taking care of all the to-dos that are coming at your desk, and I was like, uh, Uh, a small-town girl with lot of sociality and lot of dreams uh, in place that I have to make a a stand for myself. I used to really work very hard. But uh, uh, I realized that this uh, working has become synonymous with happiness for me. And uh, and in this uh, journey of working and happiness, I found that uh, the personal life uh, is nothing but inner happiness for yourself. Whatever makes you happy. For example, if working is making me happy, for me, that's a personal life. For me, Definitely. my company has become like a home for me. For me, um, if I'm like uh, not going to the company and because there was a Covid situation, and we were not supposed to, you know, enter the company regularly. But I was the one who would put the mask and come daily because I feel like I'm not coming to home daily. So, when you talk about the personal life balance, it is all in the mind. And everybody has got a different differentiators for the personal life balance. It doesn't mean that we are going to work only for eight hours and then just come home and chill. It is whatever gives you a freedom. spend your time in a disciplined manner which gives you happiness as a personal life balance so for example now that i'm i'm a very enthusiastic exercise oriented and marathon lover and i really want to keep my muscle and bone in good shape in through the exercise two or three hours two and a half hours or two hours every day wow every day I love to spend either in RA running and jogging or swimming or in the gym. And that's my my me time. That's my personal time. And that balances the entire day. Yeah. So, for me, it's all a different perspective of yourself. So, for example, if you are fond of, say, running, and if you get a time to run every day, one hour or two hours, that's the balance which will come into your work.
0: So right. everybody
1: has to find your own own way of bringing the happiness and balance into the personal and work life. So I brought it through my jogging, through my marathon, through my swimming and gyming.
0: Yeah. And, you, you and also, I love it. You also love it. Really work. I really love it. And the, and the sports, which is just a perfect like balance. And... I think the code goes, like, if you love what you do, you never have to work a day in your life. <laughs> so you really... Yeah, so
1: one more thing that I would want to add, he Monika, that uh, in all this, uh, in this entire span of 20 years in Mumbai, one thing that I have learned is if I'm not happy from within, I'm never going to make my near ones happy so for example if i'm not happy will i make my son happy the answer is no so i used to not i used to never feel that i have to just take care of my son and make him happy i would think in a different way i would think that i want to be happy first and then only i can make my son happy so it's always vice versa so if i'm not happy i will not be able to make my son and my mom happy so, I have to first be happy and then I make my son and mom happy. Yeah. So, so till now, I always take care of my happiness quotient as well. That brings a lot of balance in terms of whatever. If my jogging makes me happy, I will make it a point that I'm jogging. And uh, automatically, the happiness spreads to my son and to my mom and to all my family members.
0: Definitely. That's an interesting approach. Generally, a lot of people are like immediately about like sacrifice but this is also like you're 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 filling up your son's happiness quotient while taking care of yourself which is so important in your own life and it makes sure you don't burn out to as a parent and as someone who's pursuing this career exactly yeah. exactly so um what cha- what um initiatives are sorry um uh, what advice would you give to women who are also looking to pursue careers in your field or in business in general?
1: So one important advice, Madhika, is just keep learning. So nobody can, you know, think that I'm a gold medalist or I'm, a, I'm so good into my academy and stuff. So it doesn't stop there like uh, you have to keep learning whatever you are doing if you are learning you have to ensure that how you can improve every time what others are doing if i'm doing my company law compliances i have to keep myself aware of all the latest changes that are happening and where is it that i can improve so keep l- learning unlearn the old things and learn the new things this is one of a fundamental mantra for any successful an entrepreneur or a businesswoman or a businessman to always be aware of. The second thing which I always feel is very important for success is good health. So if I'm not having a good health, if I'm always complaining about, oh, my head is aching, oh, my body is aching, oh, I'm feeling low, and I'm feeling like uh, I don't want to do and I'm always engaging myself into mobiles and TVs and all, i'm losing focus i'm losing focus on the direction where i am supposed to go so learning and continuing learning is one of an important thing keeping good health because if you are on bed will you be able to achieve the two dos that you have set for the day the answer is no and if you're on bed for say 15 days or 20 days won't you be losing those 15 days and 20 days for your to-dos that you are supposed to do? The answer is yes, yeah. So, help and learning. And the last thing that I always feel is very important is stay, stay truthful to yourself. Whatever vision or mission that you have laid down for yourself, don't dodge it. Please, always everyone should try to achieve the vision that they have or the dreams that they have and they should make all the humblest efforts to achieve
0: it yeah, yeah
1: everything
0: else will follow yeah i think working hard and like prioritizing yourself at the same time just you can't go wrong with doing work yeah
1: them. yeah <laughs> Ready to,
0: ready to. but um, all the advice you gave like even though I'm younger like I've experienced these at like lower levels even with my sport like keeping my like I'm a um, high jumper so keeping my vision like in mind or like every day making sure that I complete the workouts and I eat well and I sleep well is so important to my success and all of these efforts kind of compile over time they compound over the years and everything right
1: one more thing I would want to add at the end, Marika, which I always tell to all my neighbors and all my colleagues and peers also. Let mistakes happen. Yeah. Let mistakes multiply. Let failure happen and let failures multiply. Mm-hmm. Nothing is a biggest teacher than the mistakes and the failures in life. So uh you should never feel low or sad beyond a period of say few minutes or few days if you have failed after making a humble effort, if you have made a mistake, because mistake is a learning and failure is a stepping stone to success.
0: True. True. Failure the experience teaches you so much more. Yes.
1: It does.
0: It the does. Success. And when you it look does. back on your time ta- on the f- when you look back, you see the obstacles you've overcome and it gives you like that confidence now to keep going. There
1: was a time when I was not confident at all, Mahika. Yeah. So the journey has taught me through a lot of, you know, failures. I failed in exams and I would wonder, I'm a good scholar. How can I fail? But yeah. every time is an improvement. So let failure come and enjoy the failure also so that uh, you learn from that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, this was actually, this is I think one of my favorite episodes that I've done. Everything <laughs> you said was just so insightful and it resonated with me so much. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks you. a lot, Mahika. Thank you so much. But anytime if you feel like
1: any other